So whether you are returning full-time to office, working in a hybrid environment or from home, you know the importance of connection and teamwork. But how can leaders create greater engagement, retention, and professional impact from a new understanding of the future of work? Folks, in this episode of the Innovation Moment, we are going to tackle this question that several leaders have asked me. How do we create an innovation and inclusive culture in a hybrid or remote environment? And joining me for this discussion today are Karen Mengia and Kate Clifford. Quick intro on both of them. Karen is Vice President of Customer and Market Insights at Salesforce. She leverages her 20 plus years of deep consulting and customer experience to help customers solve complex strategic business problems and position themselves for future growth. Karen is also an internationally recognized thought leader whose TEDx appearances, keynotes, blogs, and books reach hundreds of thousands of business leaders each year. She has been featured in Forbes and regularly contributes to Thrive Global and ZDNet. And her most recent book, Success From Anywhere, landed on the Wall Street Journal bestseller list. Welcome, Karen. Thanks so much. It's great to be here. My home office feels a little more collaborative today. I've got company. I love it. Awesome. And I'd also like to welcome Kate Clifford. Kate is the incoming CHRO of Accenture North America. Kate is leading the way in North America human resources services across talent supply chain, performance, rewards, learning and operations, all of that for Accenture North America. Kate also exemplifies some of Accenture's core values by taking care of our people, using our voice proudly on world issues and standing behind our commitments to building a workplace that values everyone and creates a sense of belonging. Welcome, Kate. Well, thank you so much, Shivani. So happy to be here and an honor to be with you, Karen. Great, folks. So this is the innovation moment. We, I have to start by asking a very fundamental question. What does innovation mean to each of you? To me, innovation means discovery. It's giving yourself permission to release what you think you know to make room for what you might discover. And it doesn't have to be something that you can patent or that makes the next Wall Street Journal headlines. Innovation is something that I think of answering the question, how could we make something easier or what could we try? I love that, Karen. In fact, I was at a conference recently where I heard the phrase, simplicity is the new innovation, which really resonated with me. So innovation to me means challenging the status quo and bringing new bold ideas to people in its most simplistic form. Love that. And I think folks, you may know that my definition for innovation has been, it's basically a simple way of doing things that adds value. That's all, right? Lo love the point on simplicity. Karen, in your most recent book, Success From Anywhere, you actually encourage us 
to rethink the foundations of what work really means, including work-life balance, the future of work, and where peak performance really comes from. Would love to hear from you more about how leaders can rethink these foundations and actually even weave in this concept of simplicity that Kate's talking about. When I think about a topic like the future of work or innovation, that can feel so big, right? And I think as leaders, the challenge becomes, where do we get started? I mean, what's the starting point? How do we make meaningful progress? And how do we bring people along with us in that journey? And when I think about constructing the future of work, I think about great skyscrapers, right? Buildings that are made to last. And one of my favorite examples of this is, I mean, to me, it will always be the Sears Tower. I think it's called something else now, you know, in Chicago, right? Where you can take the elevator to the top of the skyscraper and have the beautiful view. And what's so interesting about that tower, that skyscraper that's built to last is the design of that foundation. Now, it might surprise you to discover if you don't know already that the foundation of that building is actually on springs. So there's a cement platform, it's built on springs. And the reason for that is to build agility and adaptability into a structure that's meant to last. So right, regardless of whatever wind blows and how what's around us changes, that building can still stand. And I think about for us as leaders, considering the future of work and that foundation and building on what matters starts with understanding and revisiting and reconnecting with our values. I mean, you mentioned that word values in your opening. And I think it's so critical because when we pause to get clear about our top value and how our top value shows up in our everyday life, And then we extend that into our team and into our organization. What's happening is an organization that's built on values can withstand and weather the storms that are around it. You know, we can shift while still maintaining our integrity. And so I encourage as the starting point, just take 10 minutes to conduct. It's called the stress-free experiment. It was created at Stanford. The starting point I encourage is think about your top value And then spend 10 minutes with an actual pen and paper writing down how that value shows up in your everyday life and work life. And then you can repeat with other values and do that exercise with your team. But when we find that there's alignment between our personal values, our team's values, and our organization's values, we're building something that can last, that can withstand whatever storm comes our way. I love this concept of kind of building your own list of the values. And actually, you know, you talk about the Willis Tower in Chicago. For those who are from Chicago or have visited Chicago, there is the architectural tour. And in fact, just about a month back, I I kind of take it almost every year because there's always something new that gets added on. And I was very fascinated. So Ginny Gang is a, a, a big architect. She created two new towers during the pandemic, through the pandemic. And what's very interesting is that foundation and the spring that you're talking about. Now there is a new innovation around that on kind of at the top, having a different kind of an architecture 
for air to pass through and for gallons of water to be at the topmost floor, something very different, right? Very different than the age old way of having that, the springs at the foundation or having your entire structure being able to sway six to six to 12 inches, right? And I think through that, Karen, I loved your point on the values and on creating that because part of what innovation also teaches us is to look for newer ways to actually build upon the foundation and build upon these values. And Ginny Gang is an example of how she's actually brought that into life. So love that. Yeah, 